Welcome back to a Clubfoot Mom podcast. I am your host and fellow Clubfoot Mom, Maureen Hoff. I am trying to record this episode today during my cutie's nap, and the kids are finally at school. It's been kind of a wild ride with COVID and quarantines here, and when you're allowed to leave and when you're not and who can go to school. So my cutie is out of school for a little bit of time. So I'm trying to find any moment of quiet in the house in order to record these podcasts, which is honestly the most difficult thing about recording these is finding quiet time in the house, which is only really when everybody's gone and my cutie's napping or at after bedtime, which a lot of the time I am not my most functional person at that time of night. (laughs) The day has gotten the better of me and I am ready to just hang out. So sometimes it's hard for me to record. So finding the time is difficult, but you may hear my dog running around here um, with his little collar on because I'm letting him have some free reign of the house while I'm doing this recording. So As many of you know, my cutie will be turning four soonish, and we recently started talking about how, and just thinking about how we wanted to talk to her about her clubfoot. Uh, I mean, obviously she knows that she wears her boots and bars. She's worn them, I mean, consistently for almost four years now, and So she has that knowledge that she doesn't go to sleep without her boots and bar, but we haven't really talked to her about why she wears her boots and bar and about her overall clubfoot treatment. And I was actually talking to one of the upcoming guests on the podcast about this in resources and how parents are explaining their diagnoses to kids and to their kids and at that point when we were talking, I was like, oh man, I haven't really like fleshed out how I want to talk to our cutie about it or whether we should, or if that's something that needs to be done or I I don't, I really hadn't given it a whole, given it a whole lot of thought. I know that I consciously made a decision not to make a big deal about her boots and bar when she was younger and didn't understand what didn't really have the level of comprehension to understand fully why she had to wear her boots and bar. So we kind of just tried to make it as routine as possible by being consistent and diligent and just going like, okay, this is what you wear at night. So there wasn't any other frame of reference for her and she didn't know any different. So I didn't, but I didn't really think about like, okay, she's getting older now and she really is starting to understand more and she probably is capable of understanding more about why she has to wear her boots and bar and, frankly, um, why she's on the cover of her mom's book, right? Like, what is it about her that's making her um, unique? So I decided it was kind of time for us to at least start putting some thought into it over the last few weeks. And... I wanted to make sure that she was old enough to really understand the basics of it. And I, I think she is developmentally ready at this point to understand just the basic information of what 
her feet were like when she was born and also what they are now and why it's important for her to wear her boots and bars. We're just trying to keep it simple. And I decided to bring out the book I had written for her when she turned one. So if you've read Clubfoot Chronicles, you'll know that like kind of did a big deal for her first birthday. And part of that was I had written her a specific kind of children's rhyming book called Twinkle Toes. And I had put pictures of her throughout her treatment in it. Um, And it made it kind of like a big picture book rather than you know, not with illustrations, but with actual photos of her going through the process of casting and Boots and Bar that first year of treatment. And so I decided to bring that book out and read it to her. I'd read it to her several times over the years, but never really taken the time to go like, look, this is what your feet look like when you were born. So it was actually a really great tool for me to utilize and try to explain to her like when you were born your feet looked like this and now after your cat and then you wore cast and that little scar that you have on the back of your leg is from um, a little procedure that they did to make sure that your feet were really flexible and that you could use them in all the ways that you want to and the reason why you wear your boots and bars is to keep your feet straight and I could tell when I was reading it to her and then taking the time to explain it, she was like, there was like something that clicked with her. And she she started to go, oh, like when I was a baby, I had a club foot. Like when I was a baby. And she's like, did sisters have club foot? And I said, no. And they said, do my friends at school have club foot? I said, no. And I said, that's what made, it makes you really special and unique. And the thing that makes you different and the things that make us different is what makes us special and unique. So while no one else in our family had clubfoot, it makes you special and everybody in this family has something that makes them special and unique that's different about them. And one of the things with you is that you were born with clubfoot. And then throughout the book, we have different pages like focusing on what mom did and what dad did and what her sisters did to help her through treatment. And I think she started to like realize, oh, like this, this is what makes, this is why I have to do this. And this is what makes me special. And after that, I kind of showed her her tenotomy scars. And I said, see, these scars were part of your treatment. And that's what was able to make help you make your feet flexible so you can run and jump and play and climb and do the balance beams and climb up the slides and do all the things that you love to do and it was just a really special moment because I hadn't really thought it out the truth is I didn't plan it it was like this moment where we were all, uh, older sisters were doing something. Um, my husband was on a work call and I just thought her and I have a little bit of time here and I'm just going to talk to her about it. And I just said, I want to show you this book and I want to read it to you. Can I? And so we did. And, um, since then we've continued the discussion about it and we've read other children's books about Clubfoot. So we have some children's books like One in a Thousand and Hip Hop Hooray for Brooklyn and Boots and Barnyard Boogie. 
which we have read, and Pete's Neat Feet. So just some other books to kind of normalize that while she is unique in having Clubfoot within this family and even our extended family, there are other kids out there who have the same thing and wear boots and bar and have gone through the same process as her. So while she's unique, she also has a built-in kind of community that uh, has similar shared experiences. And it helps. The representation piece is a big part of it, is looking at kids characters in books that are dealing with the same thing and feel um, similar. It's important for her to have that recognition as I'm not different. So, but I am special. It's, it was, it's just been an interesting journey to walk. And I've noticed that she has started to talk about it more. So she'll tell people, whether it's just, you know, her grandparents or um, neighbors or her sisters, like, I was born with club feet. And she'll kind of try to turn her feet inwards, like, this is what my feet look like. And this is my scar that I have. And this is why I wear my boots and bar. And it has been special to hear her talk about it. And to, to say it with a sense of not like, oh, this is something that I should be, you know, that I'm hiding or I should be ashamed of. But this is like something that I'm proud of because it's made me different and that's okay. And then we also had a conversation about like when she might be done with her boots and bar. Um Sorry, my dog is like sneezing. I told you. It's it's just around. <laughs> it's, uh, as much as I try to be quiet, I, the dog sneezes and I, um, you know, just got to keep moving forward, I guess. So we also had this conversation about when she might be done with her boots and bar, which is something that is kind of an ongoing conversation with um, my husband and I and trying to determine whether when when that is and when and how and what that process is going to look like. And because we don't have a full answer at this point, we um, have just told her that probably when she's five, she will be able to take off, not have to sleep with her boots and bar anymore. But I haven't wanted to delve too much into that because we don't really know the full scope of what that's going to look like at this point. Um, I also did show takedown. I have a whole box that is all of all of her cast that we kept and all of her old boots that are really small and tiny and adorable and a lot of her old bar covers that we had purchased and the swaddles that she wore that were specific to her boots and bar and um, so I brought down the whole box and kind of showed them to her so that she could look at them and feel them and know like she was like oh this one's small for the cast and then she'd say oh this one's bigger and that was the one that she had on um after she had gotten her tenotomy which was significantly thicker than the rest of the other ones because she was bigger and she was in it for longer um so it was fun to be able to kind of share that with her she didn't have a whole lot of interest but she wanted to um, she's been into babies lately, so she's been playing baby, and she said she wanted her baby to wear uh, boots and bar like her, so we grabbed some of the smaller boots, and we tried to put them on the baby, which is actually 
a little bit more difficult than anticipated because while they look really small, those baby dolls are really small. So I'm trying to strap them on really tight. <laughs> um, and the bar like didn't really fit because even at the smallest point, it still was too wide for the legs. So it was kind of a, you know, it was it was a mild success. But the fact that she even wanted to put her baby to bed and to say like, oh, she's going to wear boots and bar at nighttime too, I thought was um, really cool. So that's been kind of our experience and how we've started the conversation with her about her clubfoot treatment. We've really just tried to make an emphasis on uh, what she's what what it has been and how it is special and unique and that being different is okay. And being different is what makes us all human and what makes us different from everybody else. And it isn't a bad thing. Um, and while, yes, her sisters may not have had to wear boots and bar, her sisters have had to deal with other things that she hasn't had to deal with. And maybe it's not as uh, visible as wearing a brace at night. Um, it doesn't mean that they haven't had their own issues that they've had to overcome just like anybody else. So I think there's been, I've been trying to balance wanting to normalize being different and that we're all unique and different and special in our own ways, but also allowing her to um, process how she feels about it. And I'm sure that's just going to be an ongoing conversation that we have with her. And I really love the fact that she's now sharing that her story with other people, which is part of the reason why I wanted to hold space for her to do that as she gets older and talk about what my journey with her is like as a parent, but also allow her space to be able to share her experience if she so chooses to in the future. But so far, it's been really positive and encouraging and, um, I encourage you guys who are kind of in the same, if you're in the same boat as us, to kind of think about what you would like to do. I know not everybody has maybe a picture book that they've created of their child, but um, something that could kind of ground the experience for your child specifically, and then utilizing the other children's books to kind of make a community experience as well, I think has been a benefit for us in this process. So as always, thanks for listening. And I'm actually going to be doing some coordinating Instagram stories to go along with this podcast that will showcase some of the pictures of the book that we created and then some of the other kind of just cute pictures of her looking at her older stuff and that will kind of correlate with the podcast. So if you like this episode, feel free to share and you can follow on Instagram just for more pictures and information about this. And if you ever need to get in contact with me directly, you can do so at my website, maureenhoff.com or my Instagram account at Clubfoot Chronicles Mom. Until next time. <laughs>